You're listening to today's podcast from Dr. Jeremy McCrory, Friendship Baptist Church, Sturgis, Mississippi. Check us out online at friendshipsturgis.com. The Proverbs of Solomon, the son of David, king of Israel. To know wisdom and instruction, to discern the sayings of understanding, to receive instruction in wise behavior, righteousness, justice, and equity, to give prudence to the naive, to the youth, knowledge, and discretion. A wise man will hear and increase in learning, and a man of understanding will acquire wise counsel. To understand a proverb and a figure, the words of the wise and their riddles. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. Fools despise wisdom and instruction. Hear, my son, your father's instruction, and do not forsake your mother's teaching. Indeed, they are a graceful wreath to your head and ornaments about your neck. My son, if sinners entice you, do not consent. If they say, Come with us, let us lie in wait for blood, let us ambush the innocent without cause, let us swallow them alive like shoal, even whole as those who go down to the pit, we will find all kinds of precious wealth. We will fill our houses with spoil. Throw in your lot with us. We shall all have one purse. My son, do not walk in the way with them. Keep your feet from their path, for their feet run to evil, and they hasten to shed blood. Indeed, it is useless to spread the baited net in the sight of any bird, but they lie in wait for their own blood, they ambush their own lives. So are the ways of everyone who gains by violence. It takes away the life of its possessors. We're in uh, Proverbs 1 and 1 through 19. Very thankful to Miss Patsy who read those verses together and, and kind of wove those together. I love getting everybody involved in scripture reading and getting them to dive into what it means and, and really delve into all of that. Thank y'all for the wonderful song. Uh, we enjoyed hearing some Watermark. If you haven't heard Watermark before, they were giants whenever the 90s or so, 80s around in there. So uh, you can always go back and find them on YouTube and add them to your mix. They are very good. So this morning, as we look at this passage, we're going to see Solomon, son of David, who is talking and sharing these, these verses today, uh, sharing instruction. So the purpose of Proverbs, there's varied purposes of Proverbs, and they're very specific to what they're trying to speak to. I believe we are facing, if you're really looking at this and the correlation of the two, we are facing a time unlike any other right now. We are facing month after month health-related scares and things that are going on that way. We are facing uh, economic issues. We are facing cultural issues. We are facing just socioeconomic issues. We are facing everything, and it's coming at one time and we're dealing with it. Now we're dealing with Saharan dust. 
How many of you are rubbing your eyes? Yeah, maybe it's just me. But Saharan dust now is coming across. So whomever is saying it can't get any worse, please stop. Because I think every month it's adding to it what's going on. But it's, uh, it's one of those things to where we're, we're all seeking wisdom. We're trying to get understanding in all of this. We're trying to make sense of what all is going on. We're trying to understand a lot of things. And I truly believe that we won't understand everything. We won't make sense of everything. But just as God, who is faithful throughout, will be faithful throughout this. And God, who speaks and knows everything that's ahead of us, knows our days, our hours, our minutes, He has the wisdom that we desperately need. But we also, even if we can't see the whole picture, we need to trust in a God who can see everything, who does have a plan, and His wisdom even if we don't see the whole picture, is what we need to lean into and understand. So looking at Proverbs, the first thing we're looking at is the purpose. Some of the purpose of Proverbs here is wisdom and instruction. Wisdom and instruction. It's important that we understand wisdom and instruction because there are a lot of things that we don't fully engage or understand that's going on in the world today, but we need godly instruction. We need to look to His Word to let it inform everything else that we do. In this passage, it says, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. And that means that you and I have to look at God's Word as the most important way of thinking, way of doing, and living in this world. I've said it before, but it bears saying again. We can't let the world inform us. We have to allow for God to inform us in order to make a difference in this world. And it's so easy. I truly believe it's so easy to get wrapped up in everything that's going on right now instead of getting wrapped up in God. See, every day, as believers in Christ, we want to be more and more in love with God than the day before. We want to know more and more of His plan. We want more of Him and less of us. So leaning into Him, wisdom and instruction comes from God. We need to turn our ear to Him. There are some people who say that you know, the Bible is antiquated, <clears throat> that things are out of date today, but I truly think it's because they don't turn to Him. They've relied on their own understanding. They're trying to make sense of the world in light of what they know instead of making sense of the world in light of what God is trying to say to them at the given time and, and taking it to heart. When you, you know when somebody's listening, right? Have you ever encountered somebody who you know is not listening to a word you have to say? Yeah. Like, like they're, you're talking, but they're not listening. They might be listening, but they're not hearing. And if they're hearing what you have to say, they're certainly not taking it to heart, right? It's like the message is lost in translation. It's not getting through. Whatever you're saying, for whatever reason, it's not making it to them. They either have their mind made up, or, or they've already figured it out, or, or whatever it is. They're just not listening. I think we, as believers in Christ, need to be listening to what God is trying to say to 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 preclude His wisdom at such a time as this is going to lead to the detriment of so many. 
to keep God's word out of what we're doing is going to be a difficult endeavor for us. And we're going to struggle in the day ahead. We need to turn to his word every day. We don't need to leave it out. And if we're trying to do it without him, we're operating in worldly ideals instead of godly wisdom. We need his instruction. And when we don't know what to do, we need to ask God, right? Amen? We need to look to God. You and I aren't going to make it through everything that we're facing without looking to God. I guarantee you we're not going to make it that way. And we need to allow for Him to help us discern what's going on. Maybe you're unlike me, but I've looked at a lot of things that are going on lately, and I've just kind of said, I don't know what to do. I don't know how to address this. I don't know what to say or even if I should say anything. But the reality is, is that God already gives us a statement. God already gives us direction. And His Word already says what we need to seek after. So to receive instruction and wisdom, it's important for us to seek after God. To get understanding. Meaning something deeper than just words. We've got to seek after God's Word and let it speak to us. Discernment. I like that word. In verse 3 it says discernment. What does it mean to have discernment? It means to realize that there's something greater than yourself. Discernment. Meaning that someone has a word for you that you need to pay attention to. Discernment. It means that I'm not in control and I realize that. I know I have limitations. I realize that. But I know a God who can. So I have discernment that says I don't. I don't have a clue. But God does. I'm not sure how I should operate and respond to all of these things that I'm facing. God does. Discernment lets me know that God has a plan and helps me to make a wise decision in the days ahead. It also gives me the idea, Proverbs does, that I need to have and give prudence to the naive. There are some that just sit out there and they simply are lost. They don't know what they should do. They don't know how they should operate. They don't have a biblical background. They don't have something that they run to. And instead, they believe everything around them and it changes day by day. See, they, see the reality is, if you were to ask people that are not godly people, that are not churchgoers, questions about what's going on in the world today, their answers would seemingly change day to day, wouldn't it? It's based on how they feel, what they're going to, unrepentant sin. All of these things are informing them. So they go into stuff naive and they deal with it in that way. You and I, in offering clarity and wisdom, have to help them understand there's a better way. Learning and counsel is a part of Proverbs as well. That means this. I love verse 5. I love verse 5, and I think it's, it bears repeating. Verse 5 says, Then you will discern the fear of the Lord and discover the knowledge of God. Fear of the Lord, that means that I want to do exactly what God wants me to do, regardless if I stand with the world around me. I want to do what the Word of God says, 
as Trevor said a minute ago, I want to know how to love my neighbor. I want to know how to, how to love well. I want to know what it means to be sacrificial. I want to know what it means to grow in God. I want to know what it means to serve. I want to know what it means to do all of these things. But the first thing I've got to do is fear the Lord more than I do anything else. Because there's a lot of people that will have opinions on anything and everything that you and I do, right? There's, a lot, there's no shortage of opinions, right? If you ever want to know there's a shortage of opinions or there's not one, go look online somewhere. Everybody has an opinion. But, but it kind of goes along with this as well. I don't care what everybody thinks. I care what God thinks. I don't care what everybody's opinion is. If it differs from the Word of God, that's where I'm going to go. And even so, if I have an opinion that differs from the Word of God, who's right? God's right. His Word is right. His direction is right. His direction is what I need. His guidance is what I need for each and every day. I can't get through a day without God. With His instructions, without His grace, without His mercy. So I need to learn that the beginning of everything is understanding that I need to be more worried about what God thinks than anybody else. And why I don't see the big picture a lot of times, God sees the whole span. For you and I, we think, man, I've got so many years ahead of me. But it's not really. Because we're not guaranteed tomorrow. We're only given a specific amount of time to be here to impact. And it's not relative to our age or longevity in life. Young people are losing their lives. Very, very young people are losing their life. Middle-aged people are losing their life. Elderly adults are losing their life. Everything is happening right now, and it's not aching to one age or another. But discovering knowledge comes from God. For God gives wisdom. Wisdom. How can one be wise if they'd never follow God? Is that even a possibility? I think by worldly standards, there's a lot of people who speak a lot of words, but they don't say anything. Amen. You ever seen somebody and they speak a lot and they talk a lot, but yet you wonder exactly what you just heard? <laughs> I, I, sometimes I'm, I'm trying to figure out somebody who's making a statement and it seems like they run in circles, yet they don't get to the point. God's word speaks to the very point of what we need, to the very bone and marrow. So understanding wisdom is not possible apart from God. Understanding direction is not possible apart from God. And He gives those of us who seek after Him sound wisdom. And He helps us walk with integrity. Meaning that the way we live goes back to who He is. The way we live is, is so much saturated in biblical instruction that it speaks as one with authority from God. That means if we are being led by God and we are putting every bit of trust we have in Him and we are listening to Him every day and we are doing what He says, even if it's tough. Because here's the deal, y'all. We are going to be ones who are going to stand out. And here's the truth of the matter is, I hope we do. You say, well, why is it important to stand out? If you have a fear of the Lord and He's guiding and directing you, then He will do greater things in your life with His strength. 
You'll stand out because you're standing on the Word of God. You'll stand out because you're in difference to the culture around us. You're different than what's going on, and you're standing out for the right reasons. I want us to understand that if we are not standing for God, we're causing others to stumble. If we are standing just for what I believe or what I think, we're misguiding a lot of people who are looking to us saying, I want to know what God says. And I, know what, I want to know what God leads us to do. Fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. And we are to walk with Him. Secondly, we need to heed mom and dad's instructions. Mom and dad's instructions. How many of us, we enter a certain portion of our life when we're growing up, and we think mom and dad don't know what they think they know. And we start to discern in our own minds that we know better. The grand thing is this. What, the one thing you missed, what moms say, when you have your kids, you'll learn. Anybody ever heard that? When you have your own kids and you start raising a family, you'll know what I'm talking about. Yes, you begin to eat your own words. Yes, you realize just how much your mom and dad know but also you realize something else too, just how hard it is to raise kids. You know, I think about it like this. You can only discipline a child so much. You can only discipline a child so much. But raising them in, in the understanding and the admonition of the Lord helps them to, to fall in love with Him and to seek Him. Verse 8 and 9 speaks to this. Then you'll discern righteousness and justice and equity for every good course. For wisdom will enter your heart and knowledge will be pleasant to your soul. You can't get enough of learning what God says and how to live it out. I've ran into people throughout my life that they seemingly are like Bible knowledge scholars. You know, I'm not talking about Bible, Bible drill where they can turn to it. They could do that. I'm talking about they could repeat chapters. They could repeat books of the Bible. They could tell you what they mean. And they, they show a life that is not perfect. But they look to God's Word for every single thing. And, and you, you almost think today, there can't be somebody like that, right? There certainly can't be somebody that has a word every time I come and I ask a question, these people would tell me, what, a Bible verse, how they've been praying about a certain issue that I'm going through, and I'm thinking, how do you even know where I, what I'm going through or how I've been going through this and I haven't told a single person? God knows. See, there, we need to keep counsel and, and, and give credence to what God is doing around us and how God is going to lead us in these times. So thirdly, we are not to give in to sin. There are some people that say we're facing so many things today that we might as well just throw up our hands. Oh, when we throw up our hands as Christians, we take control out of God's hand. When we say, you know what, there's no way, I'll just do whatever I do and I'll just follow. But when we begin to kneel for God and allow for God to take us, See, that submissive stance in our life when we begin to pray and seek God 
His holiness, His might, His guidance, His direction. When we stand in that way, or when we begin to understand in prayer what we ought to do, we don't give in to sin. I think about it like this. We've got to not leave room in our life for anything else to be there other than God. And you might say, well, well, I've got to go to work, I've got to go to the doctor, I've got to go here, I've got to go there, I've got to do this as a parent, I've got to do that as a parent, I, I've got to do else. No, what you have to do is love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, soul, and spirit. Everything you have, that's what you have to do first so that you will be able to do all these other things, so that you will not give in to sin, so that you will be able to fight these spiritual battles that are going to come your way. Because it is God who delivers us from these things that we face. It is God who helps us walk in an upright manner and not fall into these dark traps that the world leads for us. It is God who leads us away from all of these crooked paths that the devil is setting before us. It is God who helps us walk as we ought to walk. So don't give in to sin. The Bible says like this, don't conform to this world, to this age. You and I must be in fear of the Lord and His leadership and need Him more and more every day. That's truly where wisdom is. So fourthly, Biblical instruction and wisdom for every day, for everyone. See, I need God every hour of every day, right? I need God for everything. If I'm going to go and engage in this world around me, I need to make sure that I look like Him. I don't want to look like me. I don't want to talk like me. I don't want to live like me. I want to live, talk and engage the world around me for Christ's sake. Because I truly believe that what the world needs right now is Christian believers that are standing on the word and direction of God. And the wisdom of God will break down barriers, will break down sin in someone else's life, and God will redeem them from the pit that they find themselves in. Because here's the reality. The world around us has a sin problem. You and I have the wisdom to follow God. Yes, it's not enough for us to have the wisdom to follow God. It's more so that we are to live that out every day so that others might know Jesus Christ for themselves. The world has a sin problem. You and I have the cure. We need to tell them about Jesus Christ. So it's important that you and I are living, breathing, walking testimonies of God. Amen? You and I need to live knowing that our time is short. And you and I, in reality, here's, here's the thing. You are going to encounter people that I never will. You are going to see people, talk to people, engage to people. You have relationships with people that I don't have relationships with. And you can speak uniquely into their lives. Make sure it's God speaking into yours so that you're speaking God into theirs. 
not how do I feel today? Because if it's God who's the same yesterday, today, and in the future, then that God needs to speak. That God needs to speak out. Fifthly, don't relent or give quarter to sin. Look, if sin comes knocking at your door, lock and deadbolt. <laughs> Call after God. Tell them they don't live here. I look at those ring commercials. Anybody ever seen those ring commercials? They see that person coming to steal packages or something on their porch, and they said, I've already called the cops. Look, you need to understand that there's going to be sin crouching every single corner. There's going to be a, I guess, a pull to, to ask people, what do you think or how do you feel or how's all this? And you've got to say, you know what? Lock them doors. God's already got this figured out. I want to tell you that the world needs to know what authentic Christianity is all about. They need to know what God's Word says, and they need us to be the walking testimony of God so that they might know there's still hope in this generation. The world needs to see biblical wisdom lived out in the real world. So how can we do this? How can we not relent or give quarter to sin? Don't conform to this age. There's a lot of good things this age has, but there's a lot of bad things. I've said it like this, a lot of us have cell phones and other devices, but we don't communicate anymore, do we? We talk in code, or we don't write letters, or we don't keep up with one another, and we're less communicative. Most of the English teachers will tell you the papers that are coming in from the classrooms are not making sense. They're not using the correct verbiage. They're not using the correct punctuation. They're not doing that, and they're unable to communicate what they're trying to say. Don't conform to this age and the sin that so easily entangles us. Secondly, don't reject the teachings that you have learned. How many of you have heard biblical teaching, sound biblical teaching, as you grew up, as you went through Bible school, as you went through life, you've heard that. Don't turn away from that. Don't say, well, this person sounds a whole lot better, or this one makes me feel comfortable in my sin. But how many times have you heard something that sounds biblical and it's absolutely not? And you don't know the difference because you're not pursuing His wisdom every day. See, that's what the world hears. They hear something that makes them feel good about the sin that they're in. But the reality is this. Unrepentant sin keeps us away from the plan of God and what God's trying to do. You and I need to be ones who follow God and pursue Him more than everything. I think of the older generation who, uh, who really spoke truth into my life and still want to speak truth today who would speak up at any course of the time because they believed that the Word of God was that important. How many of us need to have someone that speaks into us? See, we need carriers of the faith and examples. I loved hearing stories growing up. How many of you had somebody in your family that they could tell a good story about growing up or about life as the way it used to be and how things were? But the greatest stories that I remember, yes, are all of those things, 
But also I remember the stories of faith. How they didn't have a single scrap to put on the table and it seemed like God brought something. How they didn't know how they would make it past an event that happened in their life, but God was ever faithful. See, this generation needs to see all of those things. But the most condemning question that I thought this week as I was thinking about wisdom and instruction and, and, and the lack thereof in our society today was this. Where will Christian and Christian beliefs be in a generation or two? Where will Christian beliefs be in a generation or two? It scares me to think about where things might be in a generation or two. Because the life right now doesn't look anything like it looked when I was growing up, doesn't look anything like it looked when you were growing up, doesn't look anything like it used to be. But I'm telling you, you and I have a race set before us. We have something yet undone. And the world around us needs God more than ever. And it needs for you and I to say, not what can I do about it, but God, how am I going to seek your kingdom first every day? How am I going to allow your instruction to inform my life? How am I going to discern the world around me in light of what you say? Because that tells me that I am a child of God, but that the world is looking and open for Him right now. I believe what the world needs is Jesus right now. And I believe what the world needs also is Christian believers that are standing on Him. Not relenting, not changing, the God who can. So I'm going to ask you this morning, do you know Him? Do you know of His wisdom? And what keeps you from seeking Him? What keeps you from living it out? What's it going to take? How bad is it going to take for you to stand up for what God says? Heavenly Father, God, we come this morning, God. We are grateful to be in Your house and Your presence, God. We are, we are grateful to seek You and Your kingdom first, God. And we ask during a time of invitation like this, God, God, that we really look deep within ourselves, God. We ask ourselves, are we following what the world thinks or how we ought to think, a knee-jerk reaction or anything else? Or God, are we more in love with you today than we ever have before? God, do we hold fast to your truths every day because we're spending time with you every day? God, do we know and discern how we ought to speak with wisdom in this world and engage everything around us because, God, you are the game changer in our lives, God. In a world that doesn't make sense, God, the world around us needs Jesus. Heavenly Father, I pray that we have fear greater of what you think than the world around us. So God, as we seek you, God, give us the wisdom to speak. Give us the wisdom and understanding to go. Help us to know what to say. God, help us to engage a world just like our grandparents did. Yes, a world that's different, but also a world that has the same needs. God, the world needs you more than ever. They need to hear the message of Jesus Christ and the salvation of Jesus Christ.
before it's everlasting too late. Heavenly Father, and we don't know all the details. We're not privileged to see everything that's happening or know what everything's going to happen ahead. But we have faith in you, God. We trust you, God. We realize that we can't, but God, you can. So God, do your best in us. Help us to listen to you. Help us to do what you say. God, in a world where many give skewed pictures of what Christians are, God, let us stand firm. Let us stand in your word. God, lead us in this time of invitation. God, help us to seek more of you. It's in your mighty name we pray. Thank you for checking out this podcast today. If you need more information on how to contact or what the church has to offer, please check our online home at friendshipsturgis.com. Thank you and have a wonderful day.